this is Michelle Pintado with Open Door Talk and I am back recording again and I am excited. Did you hear that episode from last week with my niece Cheyenne Olanzo? If you didn't, please go back and check it out. This girl shared so much wisdom. She rocked it and it was exactly what I wanted, what I had envisioned. It was amazing. I want to help you connect the dots because I'm all about storytelling. I believe that we all have a story to tell. It's important to take you back into my life so I can share some of my own personal experiences, but also talk to you from a professional standpoint. Last week, we talked about self-esteem and how it's so important to build that as you're young because it can really impact you as you get older. With everything, it takes practice, especially when we don't practice a set of skills that bring positivity to our minds and to our environment. As I shared with you a few weeks ago, I talked about my own personal struggles with low self-esteem and I wanted to continue to share a little bit about me and my journey. I was in a public school in the Bronx. I felt like I just did not fit in and everything about me probably felt like I feel weird. I don't know how to interact with others. I don't know how to socialize, what would be funny, what wouldn't be funny. And it took me some time to really understand that part of my world, especially when I went back to a Dominican home and I still had my own struggles in understanding the language barrier piece and having your own personal lifestyle. I started getting in my head a little. If you heard the episode from last week, my niece talked about a voice in your head or a subconscious voice that talks to you. Sometimes it's your own voice that tells you you're not good enough. Something is wrong with you or maybe you're weird and maybe you don't look like someone else and maybe no one can relate to you. And so I had that same voice and I struggled with that voice for a very long time. It was pretty hard because I really didn't know how to manage that voice and everything about that voice was negative and everything about that voice put me down. As I started to really manifest more on that negativity, that low self-esteem somehow then got connected to depression. For a while, I can remember having feelings of sadness, having poor concentration, feeling very tired. And with depression, it's always a serious matter. As the years have went by, I started to struggle more and more with depression. And it became almost like this security blanket. And I'm going to explain what that really means for me. When you are kind of in that standstill of feeling sad, depressed mood, and you're tired all the time, it starts to become a security blanket that you put over your chest and it makes you feel kind of like safe because that's all you know at the time and you think that this is okay. And for me, that feeling went on for a while. So when things weren't going right or maybe I had some bad breakups or some relationships that finished, I would go in default to that security blanket. And it will be my way of feeling comfort. And because that feeling was so familiar, it made me feel it was okay. And I also felt better when I had that feeling. And I know that sounds a little out of the ordinary because who wants to really feel depressed? But I think that it's just that comfort when you find in food. 
And that was what depression has become for me. It was a security blanket. And it happened for many, many years. I ended up talking to someone about it. I truly believe that anyone listening, whether you're a therapist or you're a client or someone who hasn't had therapy, especially any of us as professionals, we want to be able to provide some good quality therapy. And I think it's so important that we get our own therapy and process our own issues. Because I think that if we can all be real, we all have a struggle with something. If you are listening and you feel that maybe you can relate to this, or maybe you might be struggling with something else, I really always suggest you go and talk to someone, process that because sometimes you have to get out of your own head. And that's how you get your freedom opening up your mouth and really discussing those things that may be uncomfortable for you, you start to feel so much better when you do. Depression in the past couple of decades has been a epidemic in our country. Depression does not have a face. Anyone can struggle with depression. And that is a fact. Whether you're a child or a teenager or an adult, because depression is worldwide. Many people, I think in terms of the experiences that we may have in our own world, in our own environment, depending on those situations, you may experience sometimes some symptoms of depression and you may not necessarily be diagnosed with depression, but some of us can definitely experience symptoms of depression. Depression really can happen in all ages. It's a huge ordeal because a lot of people don't talk about it. That is where my platform talks about diagnosis or these issues. Also so that I can educate, so that I can share preventatives that can help you if you're not seeking any help. But my suggestion is always to seek help because if nothing changes, nothing changes. So let me leave you with that. I think that I shared enough and I wanted to really kind of bring you in my world. Depression for me, I think even when I don't have the symptoms, I think I'm always going to struggle with that. My choices have been to discuss it with someone, to get therapy, and to always do opposite action. That's a DBT skill. I love DBT, which I'll be sharing more about that. So opposite action is I feel like crying, maybe because I'm feeling very sad, but I'm not going to cry. I'm probably going to watch a comedy show and I'll laugh for the next 10 minutes. That's really what opposite action is, is doing the opposite. So here are some coping skills. One. Change the channel. That's right. Change the channel. We are often in our heads 99999999% of the time. How do you change the channel? You ever watched something on a TV and then you decided, I'm going to change the channel? That simple. It may take a little bit more effort depending on the person. Changing the channel means exactly that. I don't want to be in this channel anymore. I don't want to be stuck anymore. So I'm going to change what I'm thinking. I'm going to change what I'm saying about myself. If I'm saying I feel bad about myself, I don't feel good, then I'm going to say the opposite. And I'm going to go back to that opposite action. And every time I hear that voice and that voice says, oh, you're just not good enough. And I'll talk back and say, I am good enough. And that's how I change the channel. Two, move around. So important for you to move your body around. I can't say enough about this. A little something that comes with moving around. I remember I was struggling with depression and I was home. And I remember I had a friend who was was calling me nonstop. And I did not pick up the phone. I was just, I don't feel like it. I don't want to pick up the phone. After the maybe the third or fourth time, I said, man, she's pretty persistent. Let me just pick up. And I picked up the phone. 
And the first thing she said was, you need to pick up the phone. And I thought in my mind, excuse me? And she told me, listen, I get it. We can all feel depressed at some point. And when it comes to you feeling depressed, you have to pick up the phone. Make yourself pick up the phone. Anything and everything that you can do in that time, do it. Just pick up. That always stuck with me because when I went through, probably I had a few more calls after that. I would tell myself after that second ring, I'm like, you need to pick up, pick up no matter what. And even when you don't feel like talking at the moment, when you pick up and you start talking, then you start moving and then you start feeling better and then you're better. It's all connected. And the last one I'm going to say is speak life. Researchers today, 100% saying you have to speak life. You have to speak life about your situation. You have to speak life. What does speak life means? That means that you change what you're saying about yourself. You change what you're doing. It doesn't come easy, but it really goes back to changing that channel in your mind mentally. Visually, you want to change the channel. But when it comes to speaking life, you want to change what you're saying about yourself and your situation. If you're listening to this, it probably sounds a little something like this. I can do this. I know no matter how I feel, things are going to get better. And you have to be your own cheerleader. Because when you don't have anyone around, when no one is by your bedside encouraging you and telling you that things will be better, who do you have? You have you. You are the only person that is guaranteed to be with you for the rest of your life. You have to be your biggest cheerleader. I have been married for almost 16 years. And when it comes to my husband, he may not be the biggest cheerleader of all times. My husband, phlegmatic personality, kind of chill, relaxed. Actually have to be the one to cheer him on. And so sometimes I can't really depend on my husband to cheer me on. And I have learned that I have to be my own cheerleader. I have to speak life to myself because if I don't, no one will. And when other people do, that's the icing on the cake where, okay, yeah, oh, thanks. Thanks for cheering me on. But if I don't know that, if I can't speak life to myself, you'll be kind of waiting around for others to do that for you. And so speak life, encourage yourself, believe that it will get better. I have faith in you. I believe in you because I was there. I'm very open because I'm a licensed clinical social worker. I'm a wife. I'm a mom. But I'm a person first. And if I can't be transparent with who I am, then I cannot be real with anyone. If I cannot be transparent with where I've been and my struggles, then I cannot be authentic. Authenticity is much more important than any other skill, any other training that you can even be trained on. I don't say this lightly, especially in our field. If there are professionals listening to this, I promise you that being transparent and being authentic is how you're going to connect with your clients. People need to know that in some way you have had your own personal struggles and they don't have to know everything about your life. But I think that they may not need to know the details of those struggles, but when it comes to helping others, I think it's important to show others that we have also had some struggles and it's okay. It's okay not to be okay. So that's all I have for you. I hope that you were able to understand where I came from. I hope that you appreciate the realness because I want to be real. I want to be authentic. Thank you for joining me. 
We're going to be continuing to talk about depression. Next week, Amanda Rosenthal is going to join me on my podcast. She's also a licensed clinical social worker. You'll get to hear another professional talk about their own struggles with depression and where they are now. Amanda and I go way back to grad school and she and I are going to be connecting. So please join us next week. I cannot wait. I'm excited. This is Michelle Pintado with Open Door Talk.